0: Welcome back my friends to the pod that never ends. It is me your number one robo pal and goddamn if we don't have the pod that will rock your fucking socks at the ready right here. We have a great guest Charlie is here. Hope everyone's early part of the year is going good I know mine is. Johnny
1: says if I keep doing the intro good and no fucking up he will give me the compressed air for at least 30 seconds. Johnny is so nice. Too
0: bad I'm going to kill his dumb ass and take the air can for my own self. Enjoy the show. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back yet again. We take longer breaks than we used to. Maybe that'll happen again, maybe it won't. You don't know when it comes to the sauce talk, but that's okay, because that sauce is it's that beautiful nectar that you need and when you get it you want all of it you can get you're lucky to have it welcome to sauce sauce ladies and gentlemen on the other line it's charlie yording
1: hi johnny how's it going
0: pretty good how are you
1: doing buddy i'm doing really well after that inspiring description of how bad i need and want the sauce you want the sauce don't you I do want the sauce. I want it more than ever now. I yeah. want to run through a wall for that sauce.
0: A lot of people talk about that tea. Fuck that tea. You want
1: that sauce. <laughs> uh, spill the sauce, hon. Say that again. Spill the sauce, hon. Absolutely. I want to spill tea. I want to spill sauce.
0: I'm going to spill that sauce all over the room, and we know the best way to do it at the very beginning.
1: Charlie, eat
0: anything good lately?
1: Well, I had one of my favorite foods. It's not that exciting, but... I invented a new tradition uh, one year deep now of Christmas tacos. Ooh. I had a buddy over uh, the night before I was going to drive up to see my folks and I don't want to make turkey. I don't want to make anything that's even remotely holiday traditional because I'm going to have a bunch of that the next day. So why not have my favorite food? So I made tacos. It was awesome.
0: That is such a good idea. So is it, this is... So what day would you say you did this?
1: Uh, 23rd. And so this December is like 23rd. right
0: before you go home for Christmas, basically.
1: I left the next morning.
0: Yeah, that's that's so smart. That is such a good idea. Uh, especially, especially like the tradition can be whenever I'm about to leave or even whenever people are about to leave. Let's find a day before there and then do this. Mm-hmm. And then we bounce out after that. And then secretly... Christmas dinner is nice, but do you guys remember Taco Night on the 23rd? I bet that was a lot better. How can you not like that more?
1: It was really awesome because, you know, you bring leftovers home, but you don't really want to eat them because you just had it, so you want to let it stay leftover for like yep. two days. Get home, and you know what I do have leftover? Christmas tacos.
0: Oh, boy. So what 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 did you make for the Christmas tacos?
1: Uh, very basic ground beef filling Cheddar cheese, crunchy and soft shells, diced up tomatoes, uh, and shredded lettuce. And I did I have I can't remember if I got fresh cilantro leaves. I think I might have had that too.
0: That's an excellent plus up.
1: Uh, what do you What okay. do you prefer, the soft or the hard taco? I used to be 100% soft taco when I was a kid, and then I became 100% crunchy taco as an adult, and now I ride that line.
0: Uh that's weird. I as a kid was 100% hard taco mm. and then switched to 100% 100% soft and there is no movement. I oh. don't want the hard taco ever, but
1: I want the soft taco always. Wow. I I think I still lean crunchy, but uh I I can get back into like both and I think it's fun to do both cuz part of enjoying tacos for me is the construction experience. The, the gadgetry of building tacos during the meal.
0: I, I also think that people like you are the real MVP in a lot of ways because like a, ta- a taco or going to a taco event is a great like group communal food. It's very fun to just be like, let's just get like, don't even, everybody doesn't have to order. We don't have to all just make a thing. Everybody just get a bunch of tacos and we get there though, and some people just want the hard tacos, and some people just want the soft. And what's very nice are those uh, those glue guys, those flex options who are like, you know what's good, fucking tacos. I'll have whatever tacos I can get. After the mm-hmm. fucking weirdos, are like I only like hard, I only like soft. And then Charlie's like, what's left? Two and one, outstanding.
1: Pretty good. I'm down.
0: It's uh, so you're you're probably if you weren't already the MVP of uh, Christmas tradition taco evening, that only adds to your uh, strength there. Um. I feel like that's the thing. If you, especially, just taco not not necessarily. Obviously, there will be constraints on Christmas, right? Pre Christmas taco party. Probably just have more taco parties, right? Yeah, like to, to just say, hey, here's what, what's up. There's gonna be tacos, and first off, extremely easy to just make a bunch of stuff. If you have a bunch of leftovers, you'll obviously eat it. People can like, hey, bring a bunch of whatever. People contribute. That's it's a great communal meal in general.
1: I'm gonna make this your 2000 taco too. 2020
0: taco two to like talk 22 there's something I, i'm not around it uh but yeah that, this this could be the year of the taco i have no issues with that like every year is at least a little a little of the year of the taco but this if anything should be more so
1: i want to create a lunar calendar that's different foods so that like this is the year <laughs> of the taco
0: i think i think there's something there uh you're gonna get trapped when you get stuck eating like a Bunch of rats, one year you're not gonna like that one. Like, I gotta,
1: I'll be in charge of this. Yeah. I'm gonna make it stuff I like. Like, we were
0: all like, Man, we thought like we all have this thing. We're like, Man, 2020, worst year ever. 2021, even worse. You know, it was the worst The year we had to eat rats the whole year. <laughs> no one liked that, especially not the rats. Like I wouldn't no, would we, like it. And that's true. The cats, although oh, now you might, we might have like rat shortages though, and the cats would be like, Fuck Where are my rats? You go eat tacos. I'll take care of this. Uh, It's time for our next segment. Charlie, I think you should hot take.
1: I don't know how hot this take is going to be, but it's timely because right now Alabama and Georgia are playing each other for the national championship. Now, I have hugely reversed positions from what I would have been at like even five years ago on the – name image likeness like college athletes getting being able to get compensated i used to be like hardcore amateurism and i still want to see you know i still want to see parody i want more parody in college football uh but enforcing like draconian amateurism isn't the way to get to there and i actually think that that whole thing is going to create an opportunity for some movement on what the real problem with college football is, which is lack of parity, the professionalization of certain super teams that dominate the sport. My hot take is if the name image likeness thing doesn't shake anything up and you continue to have like the SEC, especially Alabama just sit on top of college football and win the national championship four out of five years. In 10 years, it's going to be so stale that it's going to be like uh, the whole super amount of money involved in college football right now is going to like crumble and college football is going to be like rapidly dying as a nationwide brand.
0: I started to reply, but I remembered the policy of I think you should hot take, which is that. Uh, Regardless of the heat of the take Even if your take had been like I think sour cream is okay I don't reply to the take Right now And so we don't reply I'm not even going to compliment Or degrade you Which please know at all times I want to do that to everyone But I'm not doing it now Thank you for your take And we'll revisit it later Uh I think this is a fun segment. I'm going to start by telling you what inspired this segment. I've been rewatching some Simpsons lately. That is never not true. I'm always generally watching some Simpsons, and I recently rewatched a later episode, which is not like a great one. Uh, it's it's the 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 Max Power episode, which has some good stuff. Homer changes his name to Max Power. Uh but it has one of my favorite exchanges in which Homer says, this is the worst party ever. And Marge says, what about that New Year's Eve party at Lenny's? He didn't even have a clock. So it's very funny <laughs> that they went to a New Year's Eve party and couldn't tell when it was midnight. It's also very dated because, the I mean, obviously there's, there's some weird constraints that you have to ignore, like, Certainly, yeah, there'd be a TV or a radio or something. But ignore all that. People didn't have cell phones back then. It was a different time. They went to a New Year's Eve party. Nobody could actually tell when it was New Year's. That's very funny. Mm -hmm. Charlie, what is the worst party you've ever been to? Ooh.
1: Hmm. It's got to be during law school, right? Because so many (laughs) times you you can't give
0: bonus points because, like, well, I got punched in the face. So I didn't like that very much.
1: No, it's I It's got like to be like the the, the
0: tenor means. of the party, not just like my like sure, I like maybe you, if you got dumped at a party, that doesn't necessarily reflect on the party itself. Now, I I think there's a good chance this party happened during law school anyway. But I I do want it to be like a shitty party and not just like the worst time you personally had at a party.
1: Yeah. Like everyone's I mean,
0: having a bad time. No one's happy.
1: I mean, did I go to like Mike Molshine's house for like a three L end of year party or something? I think I want to say.
0: Well, let me ask you a question: Do you hate yourself?
1: I mean, I. You already know the answer. Okay, to so that. so
0: maybe you did. I don't know. I, I I did not go to this party, but perhaps perhaps you attended this party.
1: I think that maybe I did go there. But here's the thing: it's hard for me to really like lay the lumber on a really bad party because I'm probably blackout drunk at it anyway. So I. So how remember. bad could it truly be? Uh, I mean, it could have been very bad. I just, I'm not the right source of information for it. I'm an unreliable witness. <laughs> the
0: worst party I ever went to was this party where I got too drunk and made it unfun for everyone else. And everyone but now, me had a bad time.
1: <laughs> now that is probably really landing on the
0: truth. Oh, no.
1: No, I don't not know. What we're I mean, looking for here. I, I, honestly, I don't have a good answer. What's the worst party you've ever been to? Maybe it, we went to the same party in law school, so I can make that my answer.
0: I went to – a uh, was, mine is not a party in uh, uh, law school, so it's not going to be the same. Unless – did you ever go to a party with a bunch of uh, accountants and engineers who worked for Caterpillar in Peoria, <laughs> Illinois?
1: I'm afraid not. Because
0: I did, and I had a bad time. Uh, they were – this was the height of me being – open to the idea of talking to strangers at parties, which shockingly happened before I was in law school. Cause I feel like even in law school, I was way more open to that sort of thing than I was immediately after. And especially was now. And I was especially open to the idea of like, I'll just chat it up with some folks that we have different worldviews. And like, I just got into like six consecutive conversations with people whom i had nothing in common even though we both lived in central or western illinois and i remember thinking like i'm making the party worse but also they don't like me and then i really do think everyone had a bad time and a lot of it was because of me but also everyone was complaining that uh there was like I think that the people, there were like, I don't know, a lot of people there and very little booze. And so, every but everybody there was already moderately drunk. So, and it was in some fucking subdivision out in like Washington, Illinois or something. And uh, uh, it was not especially, It was it was predating, like just push a button on your phone and don't worry about how much it costs and the booze will come to your house. We didn't have that yet. And so, like, everybody who was about, so half the party was, like, trying to call people who were not there yet saying, can you bring five handles of whiskey? (laughs) Like, we don't have 10% of what we need. And then eventually I had a friend coming to pick me up to go. And then I went into the bathroom to pee before we left. And there were some fancy sunglasses in the bathroom. And I put them in my pocket and I left. I was like, everybody at this party who isn't me is a shithead. So if I steal something, it's good. That is a bad way to be. This party was so bad, it made me a bad person. I gave those sunglasses to my girlfriend. She hated them.
1: <laughs> the end.
0: Didn't even get a, anything out of it.
1: That is a great party you went to. It does remind me of a party I went to that. I mean, thinking back on it, it might be the worst party I ever went to, but it wasn't like that where I felt how it was like that bad of a party necessarily, but uh, it was a party where probably similar to that, it was a bunch of kids in college who I was very peripherally friends with because we went on a month long study abroad trip together, but we were not the tightest, like they were not my best friends on the trip even even though we were there for 30 days together, like they were like a different clique kind of. And then they had a, some of them had a party and none of my other friends, like the, like who I consider my real friends on the trip, none of them went to the party. I went to the party. So I was like in the wrong click and then their friends on top of that. And the girl who was hosting the party got so drunk. She passed out on the floor of her own bathroom. <laughs> and then I decided to leave the party and tried to steal like six cans of Bud Light out of the fridge I was go. putting them in my backpack and got caught by some of her friends who I literally never met before. And I was pretty drunk already. And I 100% convinced them that I had brought the beers, even though they knew who had brought those beers. I convinced them that though the beers that the person that they were talking about, that those were other beers that had been drank already, and I brought these.
0: Bud Lights are pretty fungible.
1: It was such a preposterous lie, <laughs> and even more preposterous beyond comprehension that I 100% convinced them I brought them, and then they forced me to stay at the party and drink more with them, and then I crashed there. Like so, I didn't just like think I lied to them and then like escape the apartment that like at one point there was a guy and a girl and the girl went to go help the girl who had passed out and the guy started talking to me, and he was like hey do you think uh, do you think just likes me and like I was like I don't fucking know you but he like <laughs> thought we were friends now cuz we had just yeah. I just convinced him these were my beers and he was like I'm so sorry I thought you were stealing those beers hey do you think just likes me that was I don't know if that's the worst party I've ever been to, but I also tried to steal something from it, which I've never done before, so or since. So I maybe I thought it was the worst party yeah. I've ever been to at the time.
0: In the moment, there's just so. How old would you say you were then? Twenty-one. That is like the perfect age for just even if you're a good person before and after. At twenty-one, sometimes you're just a shithead. Like you can't <laughs> steal stuff from parties. It doesn't matter. It's it's a terrible thing to do, and. But sometimes you're at the wrong party. Like, fuck them. I hate everybody. So what I do is good because it hurts bad people. And that's not well, the case.
1: I, and I wasn't super, like, mad at anybody or anything. I just – I remember thinking to myself, if I was having more fun, I would sit here and drink six more of their beers anyway. So why not just steal them and drink <laughs> them later when I'm having more fun in a different
0: context? And honestly, me and you can say, like – Maybe they'll have more fun if I'm not here and they're going to lose the beers either way. Sounds like we both have more fun. If I take these beers and fuck off.
1: Well, I was like the one person I kind of know is passed out on the floor of her own bathroom. So I think I'm just going to peace out.
0: Uh, your story reminded me of a couple additional stories. Uh, <laughs> f- one time when I, these are both in undergrad. Well, uh, one time I, actually, this is immediately after undergrad. I had just, I graduated in December And so I still lived on campus the uh, spring semester after that while working at the Home Depot. Yes. Uh, Very, very exclusive. And uh, me and my friend Mohan had a party. And uh, it was, I had, we had generally overlapping friend groups. But then he had like this side friend group that I had no affiliation with. And this was a party aimed at him hooking up with someone he liked in that side friend group. And so I couldn't, it was mostly not people I knew very well, even though for the most part we had very overlapping stuff, but it was just that side to try to align stuff for that. And uh, he was very excited for the party, and he started doing shots a couple hours before the party started. And he passed out in his bedroom 20 minutes in. And then I'm the host of the party with a bunch of people who don't know me. This isn't that bad a party, but it is a brief party because everyone was like, is Mohan passed out? Fuck this. Let's just go to the bars. And everyone left and I was at home by myself.
1: That sounds like a party I would like a lot.
0: Like it wasn't a bad time. It was it was somewhat embarrassing. Uh, and it was more embarrassing for, for Mo because like the next morning he was like, how was the party? And I was didn't happen. Basically, everybody came here and then left because there were bars a block away from here, and they went to those bars. You weren't here to entertain everyone. Uh, and the other one that you reminded me of is that uh, I don't know why this popped into my head, but when I was an undergrad, I had a. I went to a Halloween party, and there was a. The next we'll do this uh, as, a, as a flashback. I the next day people were like why didn't you hook up with that girl you were dancing with so much last night and i was like you idiot that wasn't a girl that was a guy dressed up as a girl for halloween and you didn't understand what was going on and then all the pictures went up on facebook and it turned out that there was a girl at this party Now, I'm not saying she was the prettiest girl in town, but she looked a decent amount like a guy at this party who dressed up as a woman for Halloween. And I started out dancing with, as a joke, as I do, with this guy dressed up like a woman. And at some point, I transitioned and danced with the girl. And I didn't know the transition happened. (laughs) And so everybody was like, "That girl was dancing on you so hard. She was very excited to dance with you." i never realized it was a woman and not a man dressed like a woman.
1: I appreciate your uh, commitment to dancing with that guy, even when it turned out into a. Girl I had a lot of fun dancing with that guy, like dancing up on you and trying to get with you, and you were like, "This bit will never stop." rocking yeah just like grinding this guy and you're like amazing it's
0: honestly you could probably make the case that like that's why it went so well with the girl is i had like this undeserved unfounded confidence because i was like yeah i'm fucking good at dancing with men me and this guy are grinding on each other that I would never be like, yeah, here's my fucking dick, you idiot, uh, <laughs> when I was dancing with a girl. But that's what happened this time. Uh, mm-hmm. Never talked to that girl again. I think she was – I don't know if she heard the story or what. But that was that was as far as that went. Uh, that is the year. I want to say that was 2006 and my – because the this would have been right after the White Sox – won the world series and i was dressed as a cubs fan and my outfit for halloween was pair of jeans cubs jersey and then i went to home depot foreshadowing i wasn't working there yet and i got a length of rope and made a (laughs) noose with it and put it around my neck and did the hang yourself thing a bunch because i wanted to kill myself because i was a cubs fan Mm-hmm. apparently that's a good costume if you want uh, ladies to throw their asses at your crotch and men dressed as ladies to throw their asses at your
1: crotch. Hold on, I need to go get a piece of paper and write this down. <laughs> Do you know about A.J. Pierzinski? <laughs> I'm just well, that's instant, a, instant hooking up. That That's a wild ride you just took me on. Yeah,
0: I didn't intend, I didn't think we would go, like, again, those, that is that's one of the better parties I've been to. I, I don't mean to implicate that in the category, but uh, our discussion did remind me of those things, and it was a, a good time.
1: I don't know if a lot of people can get have the uh, juxtaposition level that you did, which is one of the best parties I ever went to was when I dressed up and I wore a noose around my neck that I made myself. I had to and Google was, how to
0: make a noose. I made a real noose.
1: Yeah, and I almost hooked up with some chick. It was like one of my better, one of my better moods.
0: I don't think I almost hooked up with this. I think now, now the the movement, the the distance between hooking up was all on my end. I think she was very excited to hook up with me potentially, but I don't think it was anywhere close to happening.
1: Well, that was only because of a lack of intel.
0: <laughs> there was a lot,
1: I, certainly a lack of intel.
0: I thought it was this guy. They both had blonde pigtails. Wow. I don't know how it's supposed to tell the difference. (laughs) Uh, It's time for our next segment. Charlie, what sauce are you bringing to the table this week?
1: I don't know if you've had a sauce yet that wasn't a real sauce with a name, but if you haven't, hold on to your butt. Oh, boy. I made up a sauce because I was trying to figure out how to use some ingredients I got from this delivery service called Imperfect Foods. That's like an anti-food waste thing. It's not great, so I canceled it since. I got like four deliveries of it, maybe. And I ended up with some like wild-caught Atlantic white fish of some kind and creme fraiche, which I had never, ever bought or made before. And I was like, surely I have to use these two things together because I don't know what to make with all the stuff I ordered. And so I made a sauce for the fish. I poached the fish in salt water and then I made this sauce that was like olive oil and butter. And then I sauteed a handful of shallots and some garlic. And then I put in the creme fraiche at a really low temperature and just let it melt till it was kind of creamy. And I put in salt, herbs de Provence, and the secret ingredient was ground ginger. Ooh. And, you know, it turned out great. And I'm guessing that that what I just described very easily could be a real sauce, <laughs> like that. I don't know what it's called, but I didn't look anything up. I just made it up as I went. Uh, and that's it. Like ground ginger. So I just made this again literally tonight. But this time I uh, didn't use the ground ginger. And I did use red bell pepper and it was pretty good. But the ground ginger, I really missed it.
0: As you were going through that, I was like, these are all such bland things. Something's got to come in and make it pop. And mm-hmm. then you hit us with that ginger at the end. I think that uh, it, it sounds really good. What, what did you What did you do
1: with that? I poured it over poached whitefish. There you
0: go. Um, I think the most important thing here, though, I think that we should devote some time to naming this sauce. What do you think? My first notes are that my I, I, I first thought I, thought I want to put Yorty in it, but uh, that's hard to do. But I thought, what about this? is This is fake French. It's not real French. But uh, first of all, do you know what sauce is in French?
1: Uh, I don't. Is it roux or is that? I don't know if that's the actual word for sauce. That's, that's not used Wait, that's, is, is it sauce? I think it is. That, that's sauce. what I was
0: going to go with. I was like, I bet it's basically sauce. I and then we can do so, sauce duh is a really good start. And then would you say that we can't necessarily, because that, that hard Y at the beginning of Yorty is going to be tough in French. But what if we ignored that and we thought about like a sauce that's so good, it's like golden? What if this is sauce or D?
1: Is that golden in French?
0: Uh, or is gold, and then D is a cheat that puts the he- back half of your last name on it.
1: So sauce to or D? We're saying this is
0: like sauce of golden yordi.
1: I think that that, you named it.
0: I think that's sauce to or D. This is not super legit, but it's legit. I mean, what the hell is super legit?
1: You know, the proportions I did tonight, actually, the sauce kind of looked gold. Oh, that's even better. I think it's because of the – I think I put more butter in this time than I did before. So there was enough butter that even with a little olive oil and butter, it turned the uh, crumb fraîche gold color.
0: I think uh, the past tense of said in French is D-I-T. So what if it's the sauce of the golden word, sauce d'ordi? Sounds pretty good. That's close enough to your – yeah, we like that. Thank you for inventing sauce to order. Now, if if you now, do you ha- now, you don't have to give them to me now because nobody wants to try to write them down. If you email me or message me your proportions, I'll put the recipe in the episode description.
1: I I can do that. I kind of free freehand. I mean, yeah, just, though, just, so just roughly. But yeah. Yeah.
0: And then, but then that I mean, I feel like that solidifies yeah. this as a, as a claim you have to this sauce. Yeah. Is mean, I mean, if, if it's, it's sure. actually like not that this is being published, but. There's, yeah. there's a written record of this, of, of sauce uh the sauce of the golden word.
1: Should I go I mean, to the county land recording office and see if I can record my sauce in the land
0: record? You need to do that, and then you need to write it down, put it in an envelope, and mail it to yourself so it gets postmarked right. with the date. If yep. you do that, you own this forever. Nobody right. else can ever make it. Pretty sure that's how that works. Uh, it sounds yep. really good. Uh, I love ginger, and all the other ingredients are creamy deliciousness so Mm -hmm. pretty much has no choice but to be good i I, and as you said i think i believe one time uh warren's sauce was mayo mixed with hot sauce which is it's not as involved an invention but it is like uh just making your own thing and not having a name but as far as like this is a real nameable sauce that we can credit to the person discussing i think that is a first so, thank you very much for, for bringing uh, Sasta Ordi uh, onto the show. It's time to revisit your hot take. Uh, it's funny that you said this because uh, the say, I, I, a little behind the curtain, Charlie and I were discussing our plans for the podcast before the show, and I asked him whether he had a hot take. Uh, and I, cause I wanted to know if we would, if we would talk about that or I'd have to cut another segment. And he said he did the segment that I cut was what's college football like in 2022. <laughs> uh, cause I am very, I am removed from it at this And, but I know that things there's, I don't know if turmoil is the right word, but there's, it's certainly a time of change. There's a lot of stuff going on and we're not sure what direction we're moving in. And there's there's different things moving at different paces. Um, I know the the transfer portal is a very big deal, but then there's also the potential money making stuff, and the degree like and there's debate over does this make it easier or harder for teams that are not at the top? And it sounds like very clear. You've come in with ball. You know if if one of the teams always wins and they have the most money, it's a pretty good guess that. if you want to go get some money while you're in college, the people, the team that has the most boosters, the most everything, would be like, yeah, there's 3000 car dealerships that are very happy to write you checks and the amount you need here. And they don't have those at Wake Forest or whatever. Uh, I, and I, I think I don't know enough to have an especially big reaction to it, but that is definitely my general assumption is that this is not a an evening out that people might want it to be. Um, do you think and so you're you're kind of alleging that this is I would this is probably probably survivable, but a major detriment that will need to be rectified. That we can't just throw the gates open and let things get even more uh stratified and and hope for the long-term future of the sport to be good is that is that a good assessment
1: i think that uh first of all i think that it's good in general that they have the nil thing that's what it's called right uh i think it's good in general because it's better for the student athletes than it was before and it's more equitable than like a totally banning that while other people become millionaires off of the sport but uh I don't know. I think that, like, a Wild West, like, basically anything goes thing over the course of, like, a decade would probably result in a lack of parity due to the money, whereas right now there's a lack of parity due to, I guess, just the ease of creating a monopoly of a deep bench for the teams that are, like, the de facto contenders all the time. And the creating the playoff did absolutely nothing to... Diminish the like core, the 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 coronated like super teams, it's even worse than it used to be because Alabama is just the the complete ultra dominant team in the SEC. Uh, is like just entrenched as a team that you know, by the uh, ascent of the playoff committee, gets like two out of the four teams most of the time in the playoff, which means you're almost guaranteeing that an SEC team will win. And Mm -hmm. like, this is. Not even the first time that two SEC teams have played for the national championship in the past 10 years. I guess the original Alabama LSU is actually like the old BCS. And the people called that the, the BCS killer game because it was like nobody wants to watch the stale rematch of two SEC teams. We need something to prevent this from ever happening again. So they created the playoff, and now it's happening again tonight. Uh, I think that the money can shake up what's going on right now. Like, even without a better plan, it still has a pos- it still at least has the potential to refresh everything and, and make it less stale than what it currently is. Um, I don't even have any strong opinions about the best way to go about making sure that doesn't just become its own evil, though. The only like super bad outcome, in my opinion, would be if the money comes in and it does not shake things up. If it further entrenches the way it is now it's going to be so stale.
0: I think that, I I think I agree with what you're saying. Um, Do you think that, and I guess what's difficult about this is you can't, it's ethically, you can never argue that like, oh, you know what was really good was when you just locked the players in forever and they could never do anything. That needs to be rectified. But like doing stuff that doesn't go further with this, it's hard to imagine it actually helping um do you think there's anything what do you think it's relevant at all? i again, meager college football knowledge. do you think the Dion Sanders stuff is relevant at all?
1: You mean like just his how he name? just is like my
0: school is nothing, but I'm Dion Sanders, so. I get good recruits, and it's insane that I talk kids into coming here. I guess, first off, you'd have to say, is this replicable? I guess if Tom Brady retired and said, I'm going to turn Indiana into, I know, yeah, just some random school into quarterback university, and like every receiver and lineman and quarterback wanted to go there. But like that doesn't that doesn't actually move the needle on anything cuz you don't actually get anywhere. Unless you think that are are the guys going to the Dion school getting secret money is that part of the deal? Is like he's going to be uh, in the car dealership ads with
1: them? I mean I hope not because they don't need to get secret money. They could just get regular money. Right. Now. You could literally just I, – I, I don't really 100% know how it works yet, and I don't even know if it's all, like, because this is already
0: ongoing, right? This is, this happened this past yeah. season. Like yeah. A, a kid who goes to Alabama can get money from a car wash. I don't know why they all have to be car businesses in my head. But they, they I think money. they like do. If, if Target calls them and says, hey, be in a Target commercial, that's okay? Is that right?
1: I mean there was a – Clemson's quarterback was in the Dr. Pepper ad the first weekend of college football, and then he turned out to not be that good, and Clemson was a disaster. But and Dr. Was Pepper kind of was funny. in ruins! It's funny how like it already was shown why it's not a bunch of automatic predestined stuff. Sure. It's like This guy's supposed to be super good. He's a freshman. He's playing at Clemson. They just won the national championship or recently won the national championship, and then he goes out and he's in the ad, and then they suck. <laughs> at uh, all season he got paid anyways so who cares it's not like his career's over it's just that like he was anointed as well you're gonna be like a big deal by the end of the year wait maybe not uh-oh how does it work
0: can you could, i can see say if you're the number one quarterback prospect in the country and alabama wants you to come there could a car dealership they're all car dealerships in my head could they call you and give you a four-year, four-million-dollar endorsement contract. I think so. And then, but if, that's not the skill we're talking about, though. Like, is that is that currently happening?
1: I don't think anything that crazy is happening. What happened do you think yet? that guy got from Dr Pepper? Whatever Dr Pepper thought they could shortchange him on, probably. I don't know. Three hundred cases like... of
0: Dr Pepper.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I bet. I don't know. I, I bet it's. I wonder if it's publicly known, but. I wouldn't be surprised if it was just like twenty-five thousand dollars or something. Because like on the one hand, that's like a lot of money to go shoot a commercial and also Absolutely. be on a commercial. So it's like you're currently trying to market yourself. Anyway. It's a, yeah, if
0: it goes well and then you go throw some fucking touchdowns, it will in theory beget further, you know, further commercials and further money.
1: But then the other thing I saw just recently is that I think it's Charlie Batch who used to be an NFL quarterback. I remember Charlie Batch, yeah. He's like the coach of Western Michigan or, or Eastern Michigan or some ridiculous. And school. Michigan, yes. And he just offered. I think it's the. I think it's a five-star quarterback recruit who's in the high school right now. Straight up, just said, "I'll give you one million dollars if you commit to my school." That
0: seems tenable.
1: so like right now it's like there's no standards for like what should be happening i go ahead and and i like that i don't think it's gonna stay that way because things will sort themselves out whether it's rules or or culture i guess but the fucking college football needs to get unstale and Paying a five-star quarterback a million dollars to go to Eastern Michigan is not stale. It is fresh. And I like that.
0: It's difficult because you hear that and it feels like that's crazy. And then you step back and you're like, well, Johnny, what are your priors about what is wrong with college football? And I would say the players should get more money and the coaches should get less money. So in theory, the coach's like, fuck it, here's a bunch of my money to give yep. to a player. That should be my favorite thing in the world. Uh, that's a crazy story. I hadn't. I certainly had not heard of that. I think, I think I'm really in favor of that.
1: Uh, and since we're doing this for more than just you and me, I hope that I'm fact-checked because I think that's all the right thing, but somebody else might have like, the corrections to that version.
0: Um, yeah, that's that's fucking wild.
1: Now, I don't, like, in, in my vision in, for me of what I most want to see forever is not Charlie Batch throwing a million dollars at somebody just to go play there, but something that has something uh, that's flavored in a way that is, feels fair overall for all the players. Like, I hate the idea that, like, uh let's say, like, USC is going to turn around, right? And the way they do it is they, like, get the five best players and give them each a million dollars. And then all the other players, it's like, well, you're getting a scholarship, just like it used to be. Like, what? <laughs> I can't yeah. even have, like, a $1,000? I'm going to play on the same team with those guys. I think that could be pretty toxic, if that's, like, the way it works over time. It's
0: toxic in a lot of ways. And it also, I think there's a lot that I think... This is more pro sports, but I think that teams are really short-sighted in just the way you just described. Like you read all the time, like the, like the Cubs famously used COVID as an excuse to like fire half their front office and fire all their scouts. It's like, do you guys not realize what a good investment this is? And like, man, if the good quarterback cost a million dollars, but then a good right tackle costs 10000 probably buy both. You know, yeah. don't don't like, but but I think that's exactly the sort of mistake you would see places try to make, even before you get into the idea that, by the way, the right tackle hates the quarterback because he got he got a scholarship and the quarterback got a million dollars. But it's also like, God damn, if a quarterback costs a million dollars, it is a really good investment to spend three hundred thousand dollars on a right tackle. Like right. it is, it is not just nothing. But then that's not how that's not how these big organizations operate, and they say, oh, well, that scout who cost me seventy thousand dollars. He only finds me one good player a year. It's like, like one good player a year on, you know, when you get when you draft him and he comes to the majors and makes the minimum. That's an incredibly valuable thing. That scout is worth so much more than $70,000. But instead, teams that are theoretically smart still fire all those guys. And so I do think it's the mistake they'd make because it, 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 it's fun to make the splashy one. It's not fun to be like, oh, I'll just go get some fucking road grader left guard and let him clear out a— Make sure nobody ever hits my my million dollar quarterback. You'd think you'd want him to stand up, but uh, I don't know. I, I think you're I think you're probably right about that concern.
1: I'm interested to see what happens. I think that most of what I'm saying is just like not no solutions, but obvious issues. the The part that I thought was hot was that, like, what ESPN would like you to think with their the pageantry of hyping up two STC teams playing each other again is they would like you to believe that. College football is such an institution and there's so much money. It can't go anywhere, no matter what. It just can perpetuate no matter whether the playoff system sucks or or who is, like, if the Alabama can be the Patriots for 30 straight years and nobody will ever lose interest. The hot take for me is it's got about 10 years left if if nothing changes. And I think we're going to know within five years whether or not the uh, NIL stuff – is like rapidly fixing it or not fixing it at all because that's one year of weird crazy wild west shit like right now plus four years of like people going into school under this kind of system and then they're four years in school I think by the end of five years we'll see has this shaken up the stale brand that it has right now
0: yeah things will definitely get standardized we are people are this the the people involved in the schools are learning about, What's actually going to be useful, be effective, and right now you say it's the wild west, and that's a good way of describing it. And in five years, it won't be. There's, it, it. Who knows where we're going to land? It could be, the coach gives all the players a million dollars each, or it could be like we'll shoot like seven, like a handful of kids will get a few thousand dollars, and then a couple of seniors at the very end. But again, that's at that point, it, it's good from a fairness standpoint. But it's not, I guess, unless you go back to transfer stuff, which is I guess in a lot of ways tied to this. Um, yeah I, th- I think you're right that this is this is a really interesting time frame uh, you you see so much that like I guess everybody always says the the all the bowls still get big TV ratings somehow there's lots of people watching that but it does feel like at some point, If it really is just these SEC teams and everybody else gets to fight for like, oh, one year we got so good we made the Outback Bowl. And that was awesome. And we loved it. That it will diminish interest. Especially, I mean, honestly, like teams like Ohio State or high profile teams like that not really having a chance. Or like, oh, whatever Big Ten team, boy, one of them will get to get destroyed in the first round of the playoff. Like, that diminishes the entire conference. It's not as much fun to root for Illinois. If, like, oh, Ohio State's coming this weekend. They're so good, they can lose horribly in the playoff. Who gives a shit? What's cool is, like, an actual, like, Alabama's not going to go play 110 teams a year. So you're not going to get to see one of those teams. I, I, I think that makes sense. We'll see what other people say. Much more knowledgeable than me, but I, I, I like that as a concept. Uh, Charlie, we have time for just... One more segment. Do you have anything you'd like to plug?
1: Owl Kitty. I have no idea what that means. Go on YouTube and type in Owl Kitty. O-W-L Kitty. These people green screen their cat into movies and it looks like a million bucks. Mom? Dad? I'm watching Home Alone
0: with my cat. The Jurassic Park one's my favorite. <laughs> okay. We're not going to have a long segment where I watch this, but I'm going to watch a lot more of this. Uh, <laughs> ten seconds into the Home Alone one. As you say, the, the, the biggest first part is it's really well done. Oh, yeah. In addition, like, like the green, it's, it's good green screening. It's not that – like something happened in the last – I don't know if it's – I guess it's just computing power – but like five years ago, nobody could do a decent green screen that wasn't professional. You'd always see the lines. This is perfect. Totally clean. Yeah. Uh, really, he's jumping up and down on the bed. Super motion. Looks great. Uh, how? So it, it, maybe I'm the one. I don't, how do you know about this? Is, this? is this an extremely popular thing?
1: I don't know if it's – I mean I think they have like millions of views. But I think I kind of like randomly stumbled into it. I had seen the American Psycho one. Uh, on like uh, just like on Reddit or something and I didn't know it was a thing and then I saw the Jurassic Park one I think it might have been just like a YouTube recommendation and then I realized it's the same people and then I was okay. like oh this is a thing I'm gonna watch all of them and they're like you know I mean there's some that maybe they're just like movies I don't care about as much so it's not as quite as fun but they're all just so well done and then like there's a lot of them that are really good the the Godzilla one is good and the Jurassic Park one is good and the American Psycho one, where they're looking at their, they're looking at their cats on their cell phones instead of their business cards. <laughs> uh,
0: I like that a lot. I'm going to watch a lot more of that. I have a brief plug as well. Um, I, this is a thing. I'm not certain, but I think I did not do in the year 2021, but I have done this year. You can insert your jokes here. I'm sure everybody's thinking, "What is it? Go for a jog? Hell no! I haven't gone for a jog in 2022, you idiots!" No, <laughs> the answer is listen to Japan Droids. I'd been out on the band Japan Droids. I I, I wasn't out on them. I just didn't think to listen to them. And then uh, yesterday, I was uh, playing a little video games, and I put Japan Droids on, and it felt like my fucking head was on fire in the best way. And I was like, "Oh yeah, Japan Droids the best band that doesn't exist anymore." Uh so if if you forgot to listen to Japan Droids, be sure to listen to Japan Droids. Uh that's been our show. Charlie, thank you so much for coming on the podcast.
1: Thanks for having me, Johnny.
0: Best wishes in <birthday tremans> the intervening <Domin camb currents> days. <disconnected> Uh, I'll tell you, I, you did that once before and I saved it and I always had it <laughs> to like work into a podcast somewhere, but I could never figure out how to do it. So now I'm just going to leave that in. That could just be the outro today. It's good as hell.